Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by the iconography of Father Thomas J. Loya. Father Loya's iconography for your prayer and home devotion may be obtained by going to MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com Then click on the Art and Decorative link and click on Icons in the drop-down or call 630-629-1720 Morningstar Books and Gifts 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host. And I'm also pastor of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish in Homer Glen, Illinois. And at my parish, there are two opportunities coming up as we approach this season of Advent, or as we say in the Eastern churches, the Phillips Fast, two opportunities to hear something very special about our chant, the chant of our church, and that is actually two concerts. Now, these two concerts will not only be very inspiring, but also very educational, and that's why we're going to talk about them on our program today. It's a way of coming to know yet another aspect of the Eastern Lung of the Church. One of those concerts is being sung by the seminarians from Preshov, Slovakia, from the seminary there in Slovakia, the Byzantine Gothic Seminary, and these seminarians are actually going around the country on a concert tour. And one of those places they're going to stop by and perform, proud to say, is my parish of Annunciation. That's Thursday, October 6th. Thursday, October 6th, 2011, at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, at 7 p.m. You'll be able to get to meet the seminarians as well following the concert. Again, they're from Slovakia. You know, the church that came out from beneath the Iron Curtain, the church that was persecuted and liquidated, and now it's thriving. So these young men are going to sing the chants of our music, the music of our church. And that will be, again, Thursday, October 6th. Information can be obtained by going to our website. That's byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Then, a month later, we have another special opportunity at our Church of Annunciation, and that is on Sunday, November 13th. Sunday, November 13th at 3 o'clock, a concert called A Byzantine Requiem. It is the music of our funeral rite, which is very, very moving, as is the text, the words, the prayer that goes along with the chant. But what's special about this concert, in fact, I guess in a sense it's a world debut, is that the Byzantine funeral rite chant, that, that music, that chant, has been set to a harmony by Professor Timothy Woods, who was a former cantor at my parish and also choir director and currently is serving as the choir director and cantor at St. Mary Byzantine Catholic Church in Whiting, Indiana. And we're privileged to have Professor Woods on our program today to tell us about this music and this harmony and this concert. Welcome, Professor Timothy Woods, to Light of the East. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to you forever. Thank you, Father William. Professor Woods, first of all, the... Music, you're the director, but the music will be sung by, it's called the Ecclesia Choirs. The Ecclesia Choirs, that's correct. That's a group of uh, mostly volunteer singers with 
uh, some professionals to give us uh, some more support. But these are people who have began rehearsing for these concerts uh, about two weeks ago on August 21st. And it's part of uh, an organization that you are part of, I think you founded, right? It's Lincoln Chamber Productions? Yes, Lincoln Chamber Productions has been around since 1992. Its mission has varied through the years. Right now, the mission of, of the group and of the Ecclesia Choirs is basically to sing the, the best music we can from both the Catholic and the Orthodox traditions. And this, again, this web, they have a website you can go to for information and tickets, correct? Right. website is all one word, lincolnchamberproductions.org. That's lincolnchamberproductions, plural, with an S, dot org. Good. Well, tell us about this music and your harmonization. Well, if I could, uh, to be more precise, if I could just read to you a, a paragraph from the, the notes that I wrote for the actual music that the choir is using. Oh, very good. I'll just read a short paragraph here. Uh, and this kind of gives you an idea of why, why I did the harmonization. I write that one of the most powerful and profound moments of life upon which to meditate is death. As Christians, we should understand the role of death in God's plan of salvation. We should know the state in which we were meant to exist, the state of complete and joyous union with God, as you've often said in your homilies, Father. We should be able to see death not in fear of the unknown, but rather as a door to God's promise. In order for this to happen, I believe the funeral service needs to be a, a beautiful setting, sung well by sensitive musicians. There is also the aspect of praying for the deceased, because death is, in a sense, our dormition. We benefit from those who pray for us during this sleep. The love of God in others directed toward our souls has a healing effect by God's grace, and for these reasons, too, I believe the service should be very beautiful. So this is uh, some notes that you wrote. Yes, that's the opening paragraph in the book that uh, if anyone who performs this work, they'll read these notes to get an idea of, of why and how to perform the piece. Oh, good. Will, will some of this be in the programs, perhaps, at the concert? Oh, it will. Not all of it uh, is appropriate yes. audiences because it doesn't pertain to them per se, but a lot of it will be in the program notes, yeah. Now, our parish is honored to have this. Basically, could I call it a world debut? Well, we're honored to do it there. Yeah, it is a world debut in a sense. They, we are performing it the week before and the week after. The, the first performance actually will take place at uh, what, in my estimation, is probably pre the preeminent Roman church in Chicago, which is St. John Cantius Parish. Hmm. We'll be doing it there on November 6th at 4 o'clock. That's a Sunday. And then the week after the performance at uh, your parish, we're going to be doing it at Rockefeller Chapel on November 20th at 3 o'clock. Now, Rockefeller Chapel, I understand, is, uh, shall I say, a rather prestigious uh, venue. It is a prestigious venue. It was um, probably only by God's grace that we got in there because they're usually very difficult to, to book a concert there, and they uh, they usually only have really well-established groups there, so uh, we're really uh, amazed that we managed to, to do concerts at all three of these locations, because, of course, the first location is a Roman church, the second location is a Byzantine church, and the third location is sort of non-ecumenical. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> in between. Yes. <laughs> well, now, Professor Woods, this music, uh, you put it to you took the ancient chant, the traditional chant of the Byzantine church that is sung at the funeral, but you put it to harmony. Tell us about the harmony. Well, the harmony, and this is also explained in the notes, if I can just quickly find, the harmonies are used are both standard Byzantine harmonies that you might hear sung at, at any Byzantine church, and those harmonies tend to be very spontaneous and improvised. But some of the harmonies are more Western. In mm -hmm. other words, they're, they're composed in a specific way to have a specific effect, 
And it's the kind of harmonies that you would never get if people were just um, improvising because they, they have to be planned out and rehearsed. And some of the harmonies are very easy to listen to. Other harmonies, some, there's some, some clashing or discordant moments because of the text involved. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to mirror the meaning of the text of the harmony. Now, when I have, whenever I hear recordings, and I, I hear many, I kind of collect them because I love the music of the church, East and West, you know, the great music. When I, even when I hear, uh, you know, Professor Woods, even when I hear some of the choral music of Byzantine music, some of the, for instance, some of the great Russian choirs sing, I, there are times that I hear some clashing as well, some cla- what you might call clash harmony. Yeah, I think um, once you get to, say, the, the late 1800s and into the early 1900s, there were composers there like Rachmaninoff or Chesnikov uh, who, because they were writing music that wasn't always going to be used for liturgy, I mean, some of the, the settings they used were specifically written to be done for concerts, they could take a little more liberty in their, um, their composition because uh, the church had really strict uh, expectations about the kind of music that would be there for liturgy, and they didn't want a whole lot of experimentation going on during the liturgy. Mm-hmm, yeah. So um, <laughs> that's, I think, why that came about. Now, in the music itself, the what you'll be performing, are you just kind of moving through the whole ritual, the funeral ritual, or is it just parts, selected parts of the funeral rite? We're pretty much moving through the whole ritual. There will also be... Uh, a priest part, which uh, will be sung. There will be a deacon's part, which will be sung. The only thing that I didn't set to music was the the litany that typically happens just before the cherubic hymn. Hmm. That won't be in the concert, but everything else will be just as if it were for a funeral, with the exception of the fact that, uh, for example, you, you know the, the hymns of farewell mm-hmm. that happen at the very end of the rite. Uh, usually... For the funeral of a layperson, we'll only sing two or three verses of this because that's all the time that needs to be sung. But for this concert, we're going to be singing all the verses of the farewell hymns, as well as all the verses of the hymns of St. John Damascene, which are some of my favorite. Yes, St. John Damascene, uh, yes, for the sake of our listeners, a lot of the texts of the funeral rite in the Byzantine Church were written, composed by the great saint, St. John Damascene. And as I understand it, he wrote these actually for a friend of his. His friend actually requested he write this for his own funeral. I didn't know that. Yes, and uh, they're very, very deep, profound, moving meditations on death. And so I just imagine, I know what the chant sounds like, but I can imagine a well-harmonized chant to to that text. Believe me, for those of you listening, if you can come to this concert, any three of them, certainly, of course, I'm biased to the one in my parish. Oh, it'll sound great there, yeah. (laughs) November 13th. I, I highly, highly encourage you to. I, I guarantee you it's going to be a very unique and moving experience for you. I haven't even heard it yet, but I just know it will be. Well, I'm also hoping, Father, that, and you know this is happening in our culture today, that more and more families are opting not to have funerals for their loved ones. Wow. Is that not correct? Well, yeah, or truncated ones, or ones that are more... Or they're, they're opting not to have uh, a regular wake service. Yes. Uh-huh. Where there are also beautiful melodies song, which were that's a whole other concert. <laughs> I'm not even doing that. The parastas. <laughs> yeah, but oh. one thing I'd like people to walk away from after this is to realize the, the need we have ourselves to, to say farewell to the loved one and to pray for them in the context of a funeral. Yes. Uh, I think if, uh, if we were to lose that, it would do perhaps uh, damage to our soul. I don't know.
Well, Professor Woods, we appreciate the fact that you are using your God-given abilities to rectify that type of thing and to inspire people to raise their hearts and minds to God, especially in a moment such as a funeral. Well, listen, uh, what, let's tell the people once again where they can find out about this, this great music. Well, the, the best place to go is our webpage, of course, which is lincolnchamberproductions.org, or you can simply call us at 815-806-0066. Uh, tickets range from 15 to $20, depending on how many you purchase. Uh, and we do have discount tickets available until October 15th, so it, it does behoove people to, to buy in advance. Well, I appreciate you being on our program, Professor Woods, and really I'm very excited, and congratulations on this endeavor, and I hope it goes very, very well for you. Thanks again for being on our program. You're welcome, Father. Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. You can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Glory to Jesus Christ. Father Thomas Loya invites you to a special evening with the choir of the Byzantine Catholic Seminary of Preshaw, Slovakia at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church. On Thursday, October 6th at 7 p.m., the choir will sing a concert of sacred music in Church Slavonic. Hear the music of this great sacred tradition with the choir of the Byzantine Catholic Seminary of Preshov, Slovakia, Thursday, October 6th at 7 p.m. at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church, 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, with free will offering. For complete details, click on the events link at byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Father Thomas Loya invites you to a special Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, November 13th, at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church, where you'll hear the Ecclesia Choir sing the Byzantine Funeral Rite, sung with melodies from the Carpatho-Rusin tradition, and one newly composed Zvat Sanctus, but harmonized with both Eastern and Western sensibilities in mind. The entire work will be sung unaccompanied, the harmonization is by Ecclesia Director Timothy Woods. For ticket information, go to lincolnchamberproductions.org, lincolnchamberproductions.org. For the Ecclesia Choir Concert of the Byzantine Catholic Funeral Rite at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church, 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 13th. Welcome back to Light of the East. Again, I'm your host, Father Thomas Lloyd. And again, I want to remind you of a couple of concerts coming up at my church of Annunciation in Homer Glen. Thursday, October 6th, the seminarians from Slovakia, from the Byzantine Catholic Seminary in Slovakia, will sing 
the chants of our church. They're touring the United States, and they're stopping off at my church, proud to say, of Annunciation. And at 7 o'clock, they'll perform a concert, a presentation, really, of our chant music. It should be very, very exciting and, and beautiful. They're the Seminary Choir from Preshov, Slovakia. Again, that's Thursday, October 6th. Go to our website, byzantinecatholic.com, to get information, byzantinecatholic.com. And, of course, as we've been talking about on a program today with Professor Woods, the world premiere of a Byzantine Requiem with harmonization by Professor Timothy Woods, and that is Sunday, November 13th at 3 o'clock, again at Annunciation Church on Wilcook Road in Homer Glen, Illinois. Again, go to our website, byzantinecatholic.com. Again, this is music of our funeral. The funeral service in the Eastern churches is, well, like many things, very elaborate, very encompassing, very moving. And it weaves together, as always, in that ingenious sort of both-and pattern, both deep theology and theological meditation on death and life, and also the human emotion, the human sense of grief, of mourning, and also of, of hope, of utter dismay and incredulity in the face of something like death, and at the same time the joy of hope, and every emotion in between. In the Byzantine church, when someone passes away, the observance of their funeral goes basically like this. On the evening before, there is a service called the Parastas service, which means an all-standing service. In fact, standing is the usual way of prayer in the Eastern churches. And this service is a blend of phrases and paraphrases from the scriptures on death and also on the resurrection and also other meditations written by saints on the subject of death and resurrection, of redemption, of salvation, and sin. And it's a service that is done in the evening, usually at the funeral home, or it could be done at the church or at someone's home, actually. And it was part of the what was the all-night service of the deceased. So the, the services for the deceased used to go all through the night, ending with the divine liturgy in the morning, and then, of course, the burial. Well, nowadays in our culture, we sort of break that up into segments. The first segment is usually the night before this Parastas service. And after that, the next day, early in the morning, there is another brief service before the casket and the body is transferred to the church for the funeral liturgy. And that's called the Panikita service, which actually means all-night service. Again, it's a, another clue that this used to be all-night services. And the Panikita service is brief. And again, it weaves together scripture and also ancient prayer, all according to an ancient Byzantine chant. Very mournful, very beautiful, very moving, very hauntingly beautiful chant. And finally, we have then the culmination of the liturgy in the church, where the body's taken into the church, and it is our tradition to have the casket open, unless the family, of course, has any objection to that. We'd rather not have it, but it is an option. It is the tradition to have the casket open in the church at which point there is the first half of the liturgy is a funeral service, again with the reading of phrases and paraphrases from the Psalms and meditations on death, and then the divine liturgy itself, complete with homily and Eucharist. Then the body is led out of the church by the priest who reads a final gospel at the doors of the church. And that gospel comes from the gospel of the widow at name, you know, where there are two entourages that meet each other. One is a grieving entourage of a widow whose only son had died, and the other one is a rather triumphant or joyful one, where followers of Jesus are following him, and the two entourages meet, and that encounter with Christ results in the raising up of the widow's son. And then this gospel is read, and then the body is then taken 
to the site of burial. At the site of burial, there's also a ritual there. There is a prayer of absolution. And then the priest takes a shovel of dirt and sprinkles it over the casket. This is symbolic of the, basically the first shovel of dirt being put over the casket as it is lowered into the ground. And then the priest also seals that casket with the sign of the cross, saying this grave is being sealed until the second coming of Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then finally, the culminating final words, our final gift to the deceased on this earth, and that is the words eternal memory. And what these words mean are something very, very profound. They're the last and final gift, which we believe is the most fitting gift to give to someone who has gone on, especially someone whom we loved. Because memory is a very significant thing to remember a person's life, to burn the memory of their life into our memory and the memory of our succeeding generations forever, as long as we can, as perfectly as we can, and to remember especially how through their life God shone through them. You know, we really are kind of like windows, almost like stained glass windows as we walk on this earth. We are vehicles through which God manifest his beauty, his glory. He does so through each one of us uniquely, a way that is unique to each of us, through our unique gifts that he has given us. And every person on this earth, in some way, revealed a part of God. And our job at their funeral, from that point on, is to remember that, reflect on how they were gift to us, to thank God for them. No matter what we really thought of them, how their lives really were, there is still in everyone's life some way in which God shone through them. And that's what we remember. But our memory is imperfect. And if we really love the person and we want to give them the greatest final gift, the greatest final amen on their earthly life, what we do is we don't trust that to ourselves because we're not perfect enough. The gift from our own selves is not good enough. So what we do in the Byzantine church is we sing the final words, eternal memory. In other words, we entrust the memory of that person to God's memory because God's memory will never fail. It will always be perfect. In other words, we ask God to take this person into his very divine mind and heart because we know that if God does so, that person will be cherished, remembered, happy, perfectly and forever, more than what we could do for that person, no matter how much we love them. And so that's why we end our funeral with the words eternal memory. Usually it's a very, very mournful, deep, beautiful, moving, haunting melody that ends the funeral. The last words that we say, the last gift that we offer for this person on earth. As I mentioned, the service is kind of a blend, a sort of a both and, a weaving together of both the theology and also the human emotion. Let me give you some examples from some of the text of our services. Just one or two examples. Come, let us give thanks to God and bid a last farewell to the departed, for he is leaving his relatives and is hastening to the grave, no longer concerned about vanities and his human passions. Where now are his relatives and friends? Behold, we part. Let us pray to the Lord for his repose. And at the same time, there's theological meditations such as this. Lord, I am the image of your glory, which is beyond a description. Even though I bear the marks of transgressions, have mercy on your creature, O Master, and your compassion cleanse me. Grant me the home I yearn for, and again, make me an inhabitant 
of paradise. With some of this richness, you will hear put to beautiful harmony and chant on November 13th, Sunday, at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois. To find out more, go to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. I want to thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. You can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Would you like to hear this Light of the East program again? Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Or hear Father Loya's companion program, A Body of Truth. Just visit the radio page at byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Or hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. For the first time. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois 60491. That's Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. <laughs>